and welcome to the G-Men Fantasy Football Podcast, where we talk everything NFL. This is, of course, with a special focus on the Family Matters League. This is our Week 16 review, where we're going to talk about those games. There was no Thursday night game last week. What a busy weekend we had with three games on Saturday. You had the matchups all set up on Sunday. And then a great win tonight by Green Bay uh, over the Vikings on a Monday night. That's right, it is Monday, December 23rd. You got the music to kind of hint at what we're going through and getting ready for a, a beautiful Christmas week. But enough of me talking. Gentlemen, how was the NFL this week? Well, it was exciting. Like you said, week 16 started on Saturday. There were three games. The first game was uh, the Houston Texans 23 and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20. And this game, you know, ended up closer than, than it started out. It looked like early... Jameis was trying to set a record for most pick sixes in a game or something, it looked like. In a season. But um, but ultimately, they fought back, you know, even without, you know, Godwin or Nevins and stuff. Um, put up a good fight. But in the end, Houston ended up prevailing and, and are now the AFC South champions. And they'll be in the playoffs. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, uh, first possession of the game, Jameis Winston throws a pick six and uh, becomes for the Tampa Bay second's possession. He threw another pick, which was returned to a touchdown, but there was a penalty on the return, so it made it. There was just Mm. it was still the interception, but uh, yeah, as you said, Jamison ended up the game four uh, four interceptions. Uh, I know we had last week some uh, questions about Jamison and Dak. Well, they both resulted in ten points this week, so it was completely even. It, It, which is. Good to know we did not give anybody any bad advice last week, and we don't have to take any um, any of the guilt for uh, steering somebody down the wrong way. But yeah, as Paul said, the Texans with that win, they uh, are division clinched uh, division AFC South, and uh, they're going to be going to the playoffs. Speaking of the AFC division uh, champion in the East, uh, the second game Saturday was the Patriots twenty four and the Bills seventeen. Yeah, you know, uh it was a close it was a close game, you know, uh it was in New England. Buffalo versus uh Buffalo's got a great defense versus, you know, Patriots who some are saying it's like a historic defense, you know, they're also they're both great defenses about all the defenses really. Um and you know, Tom Brady got the upper hand, uh Bill Belichick, and they, you know they clinched that division, and uh, they pretty much I'm pre- they clinched the bye week too. Did they, I think they are? I think that's right, Nick. Um, like you said, Tom Brady finally came back. Not finally, but I, I think he had a good game with two hundred over two hundred seventy yard, uh, passing yards this week. So good, good for them. They are stepping up. And again, this is another one of those playoff type preview type matchup. Uh, the Bills, they've had a good year again. You know, another close loss against the Patriots. It's the second time they lost them with it by a touchdown this year. You know, again, anytime you keep it close with the Patriots, you have some sort of uh, satisfaction. But they want to kind of get over the hump. And, and, and really, if they meet them in the playoffs, you, you got to really put faith that the Bills will be able to get it done because it's hard to beat a team multiple times in a regular in a season, yeah. let alone three times. Like, I, you would tend to think the Bills would get it done if they did happen to meet up in the playoffs down the road. And a little odd is something. Uh, on one of these, like, swing passes, uh, saw Tom Brady go out there and make a nice block on uh, one of the Bills' DBs. The saying he's still, he's, you know, Four, like 41 years old, he's up there in age, and he's, he's throwing his body on the line out there still. Good for him. Yeah, the, the one other comment I want to make is um, we're, we're kind of assuming everyone knows the Bills are in the playoff picture. Looks like they're going to be a wild card team. Yeah, uh, they'll probably they'll because uh, they'll be the best uh, wild card team. They're going to go into Houston, and uh, it's going to be a battle Bills and uh, four or five the games. Yeah. Then uh, Saturday night it was um, it was actually a neat day. 
Uh, the Rams and the Niners played a really good game. I'm proud of the Rams for, uh, you know, they, they could have won this game, but a field goal in the end, Niners 34, Rams 31. They get some solace. They, you know, I think they covered the spread. It was like six and a half. But, yeah, I mean, again, in the Rams, it's funny. It's like every now and then they'll play like this and they look like they can beat anybody and then they'll have weeks like we saw and sometimes yes. they look like they can't beat anybody. Well, this is but, so much better um, than the last time they matched up against right. the 49ers. Yes. So, you know, you have some optimism for the Rams that they can, they're going to bounce back and come, come in strong and re-motivated next year. Um, obviously, a lot of question marks for them. You know, so they got some veteran guys. Hopefully, try and keep them, you know, return. I think they said Whitworth is planning on coming back. I know that was a concern. You know, the Pro Bowl offensive tackle, he's getting up there in age. Some people thought he might look to retire. Um, you know, but they got the likes of, you know, the Eric Weddles and the Clay Matthews and stuff. And they kind of want to keep probably, you know, take this back and run it back again. Um, the one concern, if you're the Rams, is you do not have, you know, really a first-round pick. So, you can't really supplement your team in that regard and with all the spending they've made on you know Jared Goff and Gurley and you know and they're going to have probably extend Jalen Ramsey they're not really going to have money to play with when it comes to um, free agency this offseason so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of maneuver things around it wouldn't shock me if they even traded like Brandon Cooks or somebody to try and open up some space to, for flexibility we'll have wow to see how really stuff goes yeah I mean Cup and Woods have kind of been the main guys for them. I mean, Cooks is a nice third guy, but he's he I think he's like sixteen million a year. It's almost like too much to pay for a third receiver at okay. this point. Um, they probably would be better suited to try and trade him, um, and then you know use a kind of more cheaper option. Josh Reynolds had moments, and even Everett out wide as like another receiver looked mm. good, and his Higby kind of emerges as that tight end. So again, there's options, possibilities. The Rams are going to have to make some decisions. Um, really, the biggest thing, though, is they need to bolster that old line. It struggled early. It looked better more recently, obviously. I mean, shoot, that Niners defense is for real, and they actually did a decent job, you know, sort of doing a better job against them, but there's still things to improve for the Rams. For the Niners... I mean, now I think they're the one seed in the N- NFC. Yes, looking really strong going into the playoffs. Well, they got a record of twelve and three. That's the same as the Packers and the Saints. I was going to ask you guys, with one more week to go, do you think they're going to lock in the bye? Well, the Niners do have the tiebreaker on both the Packers and the Saints because they beat both of them in the. Oh, you're season. right. You're right. You're right. The Niners and the Seahawks are going to play next week. It's pretty much a battle for. I don't know if the Seahawks have a chance. As I recall, if the Seahawks win, they win the division. Yeah, so so it's actually that close. There, there, it's still it's pretty much going to be a playoff game a week mm-hmm. early. Yeah, that would be the case since they beat oh. them the other time. The Seahawks already beat them earlier, so that would be they beat them both times. So they definitely would have the tiebreaker in that regard. So yeah, there's still some some sort of moving pieces in the NFC. Yeah, because I um, saw on the on the TV on the screen at the end of the game they were showing the Seahawks as a wild card, and I was a little. Taken back at that, but that's just projection right now. Well, you can't have two teams like you. In order to get a bye, you have to um, win your division. Okay. In order to host a playoff game, you have to win your division. I clarify that way. Okay. So if the Niners win the division, Seahawks can. They're in the same. Okay. But the Seahawks. Okay. Okay. The Seahawks will be a wild card. They're forced to be a wild card. Okay. The same thing happened last year, where like the Chiefs and the Chargers both had the best two records in the AFC. Mm -hmm. So similar to this. But since the Chiefs won the division, the Chargers had to be a wild card game, and they had to go. Where they go into? Uh, uh, they went into Baltimore, and they, they beat went in Baltimore. The they won, yeah. and then they had to go into New England. And they lost. Okay, England, so, okay, yeah. okay. 
Um, as, as just go over what we said last week. We uh, we all we picked Houston right. Um, I took Patriots last week. Paul and Nick took Buffalo. But good game. Um, Paul and I tried to take the 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 Rams this week. I, I had somebody stop me when I had my Rams hat on and was like, oh, you're poor Rams. I'm like, you know what? Like you said, Paul, I, I think they put up a darn good fight. Um, Goth had uh, such a good uh, good passing record for the game. It's just field goal at the end. Yeah. What, are you, what are you going to do? It was tied game, and then it went in there. Those so, dang it. I mean, the Rams, a few close games this year that if they go a different way, you know, we're looking at the whole season a different way. So it, it, that's football, though. Yeah, they battled all, all the way through. Uh, it's all yeah. you can do. And uh, it was a good game. It was competitive. So moving on, Greg, what's our next matchup? Then uh, Sunday, we've got some morning games. The Jets at home, 16 and the Steelers, 10. Now this one, <laughs> definitely a surprise <laughs> and actually has big playoff implications. So I guess we'll get into it here. The Steelers, going into this week, were the sixth seed, as we discussed in previous weeks, um, in the wildcard race. With this loss, they actually got surpassed by the Titans, who, even though they lost this week as well, as we'll get into later, um, since the um, the Steelers lost to an AFC opponent, the tiebreaker um, had to do with sort of your record versus the rest of the AFC, and this kind of gave the tiebreaker to the Titans in this case, so Steelers kind of, wow, I don't think anyone really would have expected them to lose to the Jets unless you're like Nick and you're anti-Steelers. Oh. Um, but this was, you know, I thought one interesting aspect, Le'Veon Bell is on the Jets, and so he got the better of his old team with the Steelers this week. That was interesting. But interesting, so yeah, this Pittsburgh and, and Tennessee going down to the wire this next week to decide who's going to be the other AFC uh, wildcard team. Yeah, uh, well, it looks like Steve joined me in the pick of the Jets this week. Was that a coin flip, Steve? You really no, it wasn't. It was not a coin flip. We, you and I, just went with it. Yeah, I'm as again. Well, I'm, I'm picking against the Steelers, but also I, oh, I dra- I drafted Le'Veon Bell in this our family league. And I was looking at the bright side of the Jets. You know, I'm actually. I think Sam Donald's pretty good. Uh, I think the Jets defense is decent and stuff, but. Really, main thing is the Steelers don't have an offense. They're they're running on these. They, they're running two quarterbacks this week, really. Mason Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, but he doesn't get to the red zone. <laughs> and they're running Duck Hodges, but he's got duck wings for arms. He can't throw a ball. So, uh, but is it okay? Did I just see something on the, on the on the website that Ducks playing next week? Yeah, uh, well, they're going to be playing the Baltimore Ravens for a... Uh, they're resting their starters. R- you're resting most oh, of our starters. Right. Okay, okay. RG3 is going to win that game for us, and we'll be 14-2. and two. Yeah, Nick, Nick <laughs> believes that the backup Ravens will still be the Steelers, and that'll be interesting. I mean, hey, I think that's happened before where a team, you know, lost to a team of their backups, and it blew the... So, again, nothing is sort of guaranteed in the NFL. As no, know. you're right, you're right. You know, you still got to go out and execute. Still got to stop the bus. Yeah. But uh, so that's that game, Greg. What's our next matchup? In Tennessee, speaking of the Titans, the Saints thirty-eight and the Titans twenty-eight. Yeah, I mean Titans put up a good fight here. Ryan Tannehill continues to play well. Um, they were held back by uh, no Derrick Henry this week, who has kind of been their talisman, leading their their offensive push. In spite of losing him, they still put up twenty-eight points. AJ Brown is kind of becoming a breakout star. Right? You know, I think we're all kind of keep taking an eye on him as. You know, looking forward to kind of our next year fantasy team, like looking at some of these guys we wanted to look at. 
Um, he's definitely a name. Janu Smith has made some big plays. Every time I turn on the Titans game, I see him making plays for them. Yeah. And um, their defense is solid, man. You know, I, I'm really was impressed. You know, they lost by 10. But the Saints, we, as we all know, is a dang good team. Michael Thomas, I, I wish they would have double-covered Michael Thomas at oh, some point. Yeah. Because you know he's getting the ball. Like, at a certain point, I, I'm shocked that teams aren't double-covering him. Like, you know the Patriots would. They're going to double-cover and make you throw to somebody else. I'm shocked that these other teams aren't using the same approach. Oh, yeah, who's the other receiver? You know what I mean? Like, let's find out if he can catch make the ball. Make someone else beat you. Can he catch yeah. the ball 140 times? Because we know Thomas is going to catch it every time. So, you know, I, that I find weird. Um, and I think that may be a way that you beat the Saints in the playoffs is if you make sure you take away Thomas. Um, and I guess I know easier said than done, right? He's, he's unbelievable. But. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I took Tennessee this week as my one of my bold picks this week. You know, it was close enough. I feel I don't feel like I lost this one, even though I did. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. Michael Thomas, dude, like, you're single covering him on all these plays. It's like, you got to double him. Like, watching the Texans game, I see DeAndre Hopkins double covered a lot. It's well, you got to do the same thing to Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, uh, when you look at the Texans' offense, you know they have a good two and three in Kenny Stills and Will Four, and teams still double cover DeAndre Hopkins on all these plays. Where the Saints, I don't even know who their two and three are in the receivers, and they don't double cover Michael Thomas. Right. It's kind of like you got to think the defensive coordinator. You know, you got to think this through and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, Drew Brees is going to Michael Thomas all these times. And, you know, Kamara actually had a pretty darn good game. Uh, looking out on it, he had, like, a 50-yard touchdown. Uh, and, you know, uh, good for the Saints. They're battling for that. Well, they clinched that division. Jared Cook but had two touchdowns. Uh, Jared Cook had a huge game. Uh, and uh, good for the Saints. Uh, they're still battling for that bye. The Packers have it over them right now. The first-seed Niners, second-seed Packers are would get the byes as of uh, today. And then um, it's kind of unfortunate when we start talking about the Panthers. They went into Indianapolis and lost to the Colts 38-6. to Well, it's it's not unfortunate because I, I guess maybe it is because last week Paul, Nick, and Steve, all three of us thought the Panthers were going to oh, pull this geez. off. And yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think our logic was was the Niners or the Colts had just gotten embarrassed um, yeah. on prime time. Like we had recency bias there. I think that was one thing. Um, the Saints embarrassed them on national TV. I remember watching did, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought McCaffrey and McCaffrey did have a huge game. He had 15 receptions, which I think is like the most running backs ever had in a game. And that puts him at um, over 100 receptions for the second year in a row. Um, I think he's the only running back to ever do it in multiple years. I know back in like. Oh, five or something. Ladanian Tomlinson had a hundred yard reception in year, and Marshall Falk may have done it at some point. But um, I think it's the first time someone did it back to back. And actually, uh, McCaffrey, I believe, is sixty-seven receiving yards away from being a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving this year. Sixty-seven. Yeah. Did yeah. Sixty-seven. Yeah. So there's a lot of thought that they're going to basically make sure he gets that this week, next upcoming week, the Panthers. Because that's obviously would be a huge accomplishment. I don't think it's been done since Marshall Falk did mm-hmm. it back on the greatest show on turf, Ram Days. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. But the Indianapolis Colts completely dominated this game. Mar- uh, Mar- Marlon Mack, big game. Um, not really like a T.Y. Hilton type of game, but Marlon yeah. Mack and and again the, the Colts are oh, those teams. Yeah, they had uh, Naeem Hines two oh, pu- two punt returns. That's right. Yeah, uh, great. He looked good, yeah. Two punt returns. That's yeah, crazy. That, that was one thing. I know it didn't really impact our fantasy league this week, but I'm sure there's many leagues out there where 
people played the Colts defense or cho- or didn't, and they're kicking themselves if they didn't. And if they did, they may have won their league off the back of the Colts defensive performance this week, which was obviously led by two punt return touchdowns from Neem Hines. Wow, that's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. I mean, shoot, you sometimes don't – there's teams that probably didn't get a single punt return touchdown this entire year. Yeah, it's they're rare. Two in one game. Two, two in one game. I think, yeah, I, I don't remember ever seeing a team get two punt returns in one game. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I think Paul said it all. I don't really know what else to say about this game. When I said it was unfortunate, um, I saw an interview with Olsen, the tight end, after the game, and he was really upset about his team's coaching, um, yeah, general management, you know, the fact that the coach was let go a couple of years ago. Uh, and, yeah, you know, as you said, last week, Ron Rivera, that firing, uh, the firing did not go well in the locker room at all. And uh, one more thing, actually. This was uh, Panthers. They started the guy they drafted this year, Will Greer. And, you know, in his first NFL start, and it wasn't pretty for him. I think he might have had three interceptions. And, obviously, they got dominated on both sides of the field. So, uh, Yeah, Panthers got a lot of decisions to make going forward. Obviously, the first decision is the head coach, right? Who's yep. going to hire? Yep. That's going to maybe Ron Rivera. Determine. <laughs> well, we did see some. There was some talk Walking about back? they're interested in, uh, <laughs> in Mike McCarthy, uh, who we all know got fired by Green Bay oh, last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's some thought about that. And then after that, they're going to have to make their decision regarding the quarterback. Are they going to go back with trying to get Cam going again? Or are they going to go with Allen? Or are they going to go Greer? Or are they going to look another way? We don't yeah. really know. Uh, they're in a tough spot yeah. there in Carolina. Cam could come back. They, huh? they, might, they might just put McCaffrey at quarterback, honestly. And the Colts, again, I think, you know, yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but they had a heck of a year. If think back, you know, shoot. Yeah, you know, start off the year, Andrew Luck. Yeah, I was just going to say, drama. I don't know if we would have projected them to even do this well right no. when we heard the news about Andrew Luck. So, um, fair play to them, uh, you know, on yeah. a good year. And, and and really, they should be back even better next year now. They all should be prepared with life without Andrew Luck, right? Yeah. Um, but moving on, what what's our next matchup, Greg? In Miami, uh, there was the first of two overtime games, the Dolphins 38 and the Bengals 35. This was a close game. This was one of our coin tosses, and the coin did pick Miami along with, along with Nick. Wow, closer closer game than I... Uh, a higher scoring game than I would have thought. Yeah. It's close as I thought it was going to be, but higher scoring. Yeah, I mean, well, you talked about two of our uh, overtime games, I guess a little preview. that uh, The other overtime game was Giants-Redskins, uh, and those were in a battle. Those teams that went to overtime, battle for the top four picks right there, those four teams. Yeah. Miami Dolphins, Ryan Fitzmagic, man, he's out there making plays still. Uh, little uh, drama, the first touchdown in this game was by an offensive lineman. Uh, <laughs> he, he caught Top it. In, yeah, so uh, good for you, Miami. I know. I don't know why you guys are trying to win. Like, if I was running mm. the team, I'm like, I'd rather have a better pick. But, I mean... <sighs> You're, you're giving your fans something to root for, I guess, so I think good that's for you the, guys. No, I think that they... I don't subscribe to the whole, uh, let's start losing so we can set it for next year. You're in this year, like you said, the fans are there. They want to see a winning team. They they So you should be trying your best, even you if it play looks for bad. No, yeah, you got to play for them now. I, I agree, but at the same time, like I feel like you should, should look at, like, this is a lifelong business. This ain't about each year. Like, when you're out of... If you're not in the playoffs, what are you playing for? I mean, pride, I guess? I think that's it. You're playing for pride. Now, poor Bengals, I hope they were playing for pride. Just, well, they just could not get anything running again, this well, season. Yeah. One game, one game. <clears throat> like we mentioned, the Bengals are on the clock now. They have the first they're, pick. They're it's official. Yeah. 
Joe mm-hmm. Burrow. They do have the first pick. You know, they're going to have to decide if they want to go with Joe Burrow, the LSU quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner. He's from Ohio, so a lot of people are speculating that they'd want to get him. Yeah. Or they could look elsewhere. You know, Chase Young is, is a hot name that, you know, pass rusher from Ohio State. Again, it's still early. They haven't even done all the, you know, we don't even know who necessarily is coming out, who's going in the NFL draft yet. There's guys who might want to go back to college or who knows. But, um, yeah, that's an interesting thing to look forward to. Um, but again, another thing I want to mention about the uh, Dolphins was kind of the late emergence here of Devontae Parker, um, who I believe ever since Ryan Fitzpatrick took over in week four has been like a top five receiver in the league, like statistically fantasy. in fantasy, I should say. So that's something, again, to look forward to uh, as we go forward next year. If he might be a guy you want to look into drafting. Um, yeah, I don't know about Miami, but. I mean, yeah, but like you think about it, he won people matchups no, yeah. down the stretch. Right, exactly. So, so even though the they're ADP. don't it, use don't use your pride that oh I don't want to own a guy from this team or whatever. If you, you no, know, I, winning, yeah, I winning fantasy matchups, you know, points are points, right? Point it's, exactly. I think that's something that I may have stumbled with. I'm like, oh, let me go with the Premier Kings. There's guys yeah. like Paul saying that are sitting out there. It's like, oh, team's doing cr- terrible. But that one player, those one or two players are making, and they're getting a lot of catches. They're getting a lot of you touches know, that way. Oh, yeah. I was just talking Garbage to time. So that's that's was, a big something to think about when we're talking about fantasy. I was talking to my brother Joe earlier today about the top five quarterbacks leading the league in passing this year. None of them are going to the playoffs. Uh, Jameis Winston leading the league in passing right now. Dak is in second. I guess he could make the playoffs. There's still hope for the Cowboys if the Eagles to lose this upcoming week. We'll talk week. about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Phillip Rivers is in third. Jared Goff was fourth. Like these are all teams that aren't making the playoffs, but they're putting up f- big numbers, which means fantasy points, right? I mean, right, you know, right, 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 right. Also, I mean, something I'll add on to this. I mean, we t- we're talking about our fantasy league in a little bit, but uh, it goes to show that you know there's no need in like drafting. Like, like I know Mahomes is great, and you love to have Mahomes, but like there is, as Paul said, Jameis Winston's league in the re- league in passing yards, like. All quarterbacks produce a lot of points. You don't need. I mean, obviously, the Lamar Jackson yeah. has been great this year, but I, no, it's it's easy to say that though. But like, you hate to kind of get stuck with like having to rely on like Mitch Trubisky or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, but I'm just saying that like running backs, there's a huge difference in tiers where and quarterback and quarterbacks, except for like the top. No, no, no. I I I I I kind of agree because I get caught in the same thing. I mean, I had Brady and, and Rodgers this this season, which which was fine. It was fun. I got to see those games when they were on TV, but there were some other quarterbacks that I probably should have looked at that had very good seasons this year that, that weren't, at the time of the draft, maybe not the, the premier headline headline quarterback. But Dak, he's been great for fantasy. And I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he got drafted in our league. Uh, I think Noah's man drafted him. He had I think he drafted three. No, I think yeah, Paul. I think you're right. I think he he did get drafted. He had Mahomes, Goff, and 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 Dak at at least early in the season. I think he eventually traded Dak to Jim. Honestly, later down. Looking back at it, yeah, maybe should have played Mahomes. I know, I know he was out of it, but he stopped playing Mahomes (laughs) in the the end of the season. He he saw he left him on his bench. He he was tanking for the first pick. I think he said. Yeah, (laughs) uh, something we could discuss if we don't know how random picks yet. (laughs) All right. The other overtime game was the uh, Giants 41, the Redskins 35. I didn't get to see this. Who was the quarterback for the Dan Giants? Jones. Okay. Daniel Jones was the quarterback. Eli yeah. Manning. But they uh, got him the 500, and they kept him out. The clear star here was Saquon Barkley, though. He dominated okay. this game um, and looked like the guy who John you know, thought he would be as the number one pick of the draft, and this is kind of the game, of course, irrelevant for John at this point. He wasn't you know, in the playoffs still, but... 
it's one of those things where you start to say, oh, Saquon, he's healthy. This is what he can be. And so you start to look at next year like, you know, yeah. oh, I want to try and get him on my team type of logic. So um, who else had big games in this one, Nick? Terry got hurt. I know he got hurt. Oh. Uh, he got a hip thing, I think. Peterson had a touchdown. Yeah, I was going to say, one thing I want to acknowledge is the ageless wonder, Adrian Peterson, man. He's uh, keeps doing it. He's, I believe, I saw 34 years old. And um, he broke Walt, or he broke Walter Payton's touchdown record. I think or? he broke. Well, not not, not record. Not record. He passed him in the rankings. Like I think he, like something like 110 rushing touchdowns. Unbelievable. Puts him like fourth in the all-time list. I think number one being, of course, Emmett Smith. Two being Ladainian Tomlinson. Three was, I believe, Marcus Allen. And then you know Adrian Peterson right up there, uh, just surpassing Walter Payton. So he's had a hell of a career. Um, and and really doesn't. Look like he's oh, stopping tight. anytime soon. He's going to probably keep trying to roll for another year or two here. What do you think? AD all day. Yeah, um, AP will be back next year. I don't see him. Well, I mean, he. I mean, the way he's been running the ball the last couple of weeks, I don't see him retiring. Uh, he looks like he's got a. He's gotten better as years gone on. Man. Yeah, he's got. Well, I wouldn't call it a second wind. Maybe in like a eight, fifth wind, eighth wind. I don't know. But AP looking great. Uh, Good for the uh, who won this game? I forgot. The Giants, the Giants pulled it out. Okay, Jones but, uh, had five touchdowns. Oh, yeah, really? But, but let's give Paul credit because we did the coin toss. The coin toss was wrong. They called we we called Washington, and, and that's what uh, oh, Nick yeah. and Steve went to. Paul stood out there and said, "No, Giants going to take it. Good job." Oh yeah, and something else that we uh, I just remember: Dwayne Haskins got hurt in this game. I'm not oh, sure what happened. Yeah, yeah. Next is the Ravens 31 and the Browns 15. Uh, I mean, as expected, the Ravens covered. They were favored by 10. We all said they were going to cover. Yep. Uh, really drama in this one. I think the Brown Browns took the lead early. Uh, the Ravens were down. Uh, they were down at the end of the second quarter. Only like two minutes left, and then Ravens were able to score. Uh, Browns go like pass the ball three times or four times in a row. They go for it. Ravens get the ball back in plus territory. Score again twice in like a minute to go into halftime uh, up a possession, and they get the ball back after the half. You know, Brown just goes to show the Browns are they ran horribly in the in the general management spot, coaching spot. They're just horrible run organization. Uh, Listen to the name Browns. I mean, I, that's well, bad. I did. I did see that uh, there was an, an exchange between Baker and a fan, where they were like oh, he was cussing him out, yeah. and then Baker like told him to like get out of here, and then he started like berating him. It, it was like a weird exchange. Basically, some people were saying the honeymoon's over. The Browns like they they sort of loved Baker last year, and now they're sort of still mad that they're still not having success. They're kind of their own fault. They kind of got false expectations they thought they were going to be a playoff team this year but you know they hadn't proven anything yeah and something else uh, you talk about uh, encounters on uh, freddie kitchens and odell like odell was yelling at freddie yeah. uh, over something um yeah just just goes to show i mean yeah i was about to say you're talking about the browns all i gotta all i gotta tell you is odell beckham's on that team and there's not much going on yeah i mean he's really an a he's become the, the ab but let's go back. Maybe, let's, really. go, let's go I, back. I think that's that's, all this that's drama. going. Per- AB is mentally ill. I don't think Odell. Odell, I, I'm all receivers are too egotistical, man. Like, I mean, Michael Thomas well, deserved to celebrate. Larry Fitzgerald in that conversation. No, there's I'm, I'm just saying. Cooper but like, Cup, like you look at all these wide receivers and well, narrative. defensive players too. Like, they make a see, they, they make a catch for like two yards, but it was like a cool catch, and they're getting up and celebrating. I'm like, dude, you. 
Come on. Oh, there's got to be a little bit of entertainment I mean, out there. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's building right. brand. They're trying to market let's go themselves. With, let's go back to some facts here. Let's go back. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar threw for 238 yards and three touchdowns. He also rushed 17 times for 103 yards. You know, but here's the thing. I, there were some people that were worried, nervous about Lamar early, especially fantasy owners. He did not look good early. They struggled early. The first, I don't think they didn't score till like toward the end of the first half. But as soon as they got going, they explode with so such. Uh, they're just so uh, so much potential on this offense. One concern you definitely have is Mark Ingram got hurt in this game, um, which is definitely a concern. He's looked so good for them this year. I'm not exactly sure what the calf. They said calf, but I don't know if he's going to miss. Well, you know, he's, he's resting. He's I did see an announcement that Lamar's not playing next week. Mark Ingram's not playing. Yeah, a few of their defensive stars aren't going to play next week as well. So. Yeah, a couple of our linemen, Marshall Yonda. Yeah, like pro- I think Earl he's Thomas, a future, Earl Thomas, things like that. Mark Ingram. But even then, it's like the Ravens are so deep that they're still going to field a decent team and give the Patriots or not the Patriots. Sorry, the Steelers a decent battle next week. It should be interesting to see how it goes. All right, let's keep this going. Great. We got uh, Jacksonville. Uh, went into Atlanta and Atlanta scored the first two touchdowns and they ended up winning twenty four to twelve. Yeah, Atlanta's better team. Julio yeah. Jones, uh, I think, I think the got to was it like fifteen thousand yards or something? The fastest guy to ever do it, um, which is so impressive. Um, and you know he's a future Hall of Famer. He's had a hell of a career. Uh, Devonta Freeman had a big game. Anything else we really need to mention about this? No, let's move on. Uh, no. Broncos twenty seven, Lions seventeen. Uh, Drew Locke back on the winning edge here. Um, Lions kind of a kind of a mess. You know they are hoping to kind of rebound next year with Matt Stafford back. Carry on was back, which is a good sign for them going forward. They would love to have a healthy carry on next year to sort of help carry the load. But um, besides that, you know Denver Cortland Sutton continues to be good. They've got some young uh, you know offensive weapons that you know they're moving in the right direction. All right, Raiders twenty four, Chargers seventeen. Uh, yeah. Well, the Raiders did this week what they should have did last week at home. So, good for them. Some people would say that this may be a home game for them anyway. Yeah, I'm just, that's just a joke. Cause <laughs> there's a lot of Raider fans down here in Southern California, as we yes. all know. And um, people haven't been going and cheering for the Chargers. Maybe something yeah. actually to say about that. Uh, I saw something. Melvin Gordon was asked, like... Uh, Living in L.A. or whatever, it's like, is it a Rams city or a Charger city? And his answer was, it's a Raiders city. Oh, goodness. Well, Raiders have kind of had a foothold on fans down here for a lot of years because we haven't had anybody else. Yeah, it's something something like that. It's going to take time to transition, definitely. they got a lot of fans in Oakland, too. Pretty soon, they're going to have a lot of fans in Las Vegas. Greg, our next game? Uh, Cardinals 27, Seahawks 13. Uh, what happened in, there? Was it in Seattle? Right? It was in Seattle. Yeah. Well, as we oh, we talked about we've that. We talked about Seattle. They really haven't had the home field advantage at home this year, but really still unexpected. I know I came out with my bold pick. I picked the Cardinals this week, but still, I mean, I'm still shocked. I thought I'm Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll pulled this out, but Cliff Kingsbury able to – with Kyler Murray getting hurt, Brett Hudley from uh, – UCLA coming in there, and he looked very hot. Uh, yeah, as you spoke about Kenyon Drake, you know, he's had a freaking amazing stretch these last couple weeks. Uh, I mean, I guess, as Paul had said, uh, when they were three wins, the most exciting three-win team he's seen, uh, like, ever. Well, uh, now they're five wins. Um, good for the Cardinals. They got something to look forward to. Well, yeah, definitely. Mm. Big change between last year having the first pick and being, like, a train wreck. 
But I will say about Seattle, like I'm not impressed with them. They've actually finishing this year on a downward spiral. I don't really have any optimism of them going forward in the playoffs. Um, their running backs are, are all hurt. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Chris Carson's done for the year. Penny's hurt. They're just breaking news that like Marshawn Lynch is going to resign and come back and play for them. Yeah, because they're so thin at running back, they got to kind of find options. Obviously, we know Josh Gordon suspended, so that lost an offensive weapon there. They still got Russell Wilson. They got Pete Carroll, but really, man, I I don't have much faith in the Seahawks. A few weeks back, I may have even thought they could win the NFC, but at this point, I think they're going to kind of be uh, an early round exit in the playoffs. Oh, that's hard to take because we talked about the Seahawks a lot this season and how they just—I mean—they have an eleven and four record, which isn't bad, but I mean, yeah. like like Paul's saying, they have been on. The roller coaster is going down right now. Now, one thing that may benefit them is that they're not going to be, at this point, not going to be home field advantage in the playoffs. And we've seen that they actually have been better on the road, believe it or not. Strangely enough, that's true. No, no, you're right, you're right. I should, if if I would have realized that they were having a game at home, Nick, I may have went with you. I may have went and changed my pick last week. And uh, so good, good job, Nick, for realizing that. All right, next up. Hey, the Cowboys went into Philadelphia and the Eagles won 17-9. Uh, celebrations. Uh, we saw the Cowboys lose a game. They didn't weren't even able to put up a touchdown. In this three one. field goals. Uh, you know, drama. People were talking about like Zeke called himself out. Uh, took himself out of the game on like a, a th- fourth down, third down. I don't remember. A third and short or something. Yeah. So I mean, are we seeing the end of Jason Garrett's coaching? A lot of in, people uh, are calling for that. Dallas. Uh, I mean, we knew uh, Dak had a bum shoulder, but you know, he threw forty-four times. Y- yeah, I mean, you got a bum shoulder, but you're able to throw the ball forty-four but, times. But you know what? Con- if you were to go back and count, theory. there was about yeah. seven drops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's, receivers. It's it's kind of like they might have built this story, like he built this shoulder story on purpose. Like, oh, I don't think so, dude. Okay, but you throwing the ball, able to throw the ball forty-four times with a, a apparent bum shoulder. Like, I, I'm skeptical. That it maybe they built the excuse already. If he's healthy, he might have played even better. Like that's the other logic. That well, maybe it would have been a better. I mean, now, forty-four dude, throws. Dude, maybe it were better throws. People don't even throw forty-four times in games. Sometimes the bigger surprise. Well, I mean, in the NFL athlete, you're never one hundred percent healthy during the season. It's just the reality. You've got things that are nicked up or whatever. Aches you know and I mean? pains for you every got, day. You got, you got oh, these these you know these unbelievable athletes coming after you. But um. Anyway, but well, that's throwing more than we would have thought. I was, was. shocked to a lot of the time. Yeah. I, you know, especially down the wire when it really started to matter. Amari Cooper was not in the game consistently. I don't know if we end up finding out what was going on there, but they were having like Tavon Austin lining up outside wide, and it was weird. Again, who knows? But they said that they rotated. They were rotating. <laughs> that's so not, it turned out on a time. key fourth down. Amari yeah. Cooper was on the bench. That's, that's not when you that's rotate. So that's when you go with your main guys. So you got to win. This is a playoff environment. But hey, you know, fair play to the Eagles. Really, shouldn't have even been this that close to be an eight point game. The Eagles dominated that game early, um, and kind of let them hang around. That's kind of been the story with the Eagles lately, is that they kind of play down to their opposition. Um, they haven't really put away the teams that they should beat. Again, we talked about you know a story. They lost to Miami a few weeks back. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. barely beat Washington and New York the past mm-hmm. couple weeks. Yep. So I mean, if I'm an Eagle fan, I'm excited that we you know now we there's a good chance we're making the playoffs, but. I don't really like feel super confident in my team's chances to have to go in and beat you know the San Franciscos and yeah, New Orleans yeah. and and Green Bay's of the NFC. So it'll be interesting. But hey, you want that? You what do you want? You want to get in the playoffs?
playoffs because there you have a chance to make a run. And, and, and you do, but you got to say, chip I mean, a chip in a chair is what you need. And and you know what? They took the Cowboys down, and I think Jerry Jones is going to have a little – he's going to have a seizure if they don't win somebody <laughs> soon. I, mean, I hate to say it, but that's yeah. all you see on the on the websites right now is he's just kind of shaking so, up there. I think it's a gif. So one team goes to the playoffs. <laughs> the Eagles are 8-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are 7-8. and eight. Um, the Eagles go into New York to play the Giants, and I believe Washington goes into Dallas to play the Cowboys. Also, something... The Eagles win, they're in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also something to say is, like, why was this not the Sunday night football game? Uh, We're going to talk about the Sunday night football game in a second, which was Chiefs-Bears, but that that game was so... It was was a horrible game. This game is pretty much a playoff game. Why was this not flexed in the Sunday night... Yeah, uh, very weird. I you know maybe I, uh, speculate that the Cowboys had too many primetime games. I think they try and limit how many primetime games a team has each year. I think the well, only thing is like they just wanted Mahomes on primetime, but like the Bears are not playing for anything at this point of the year. Yeah. Like, but, no, no, no. I, and I agree, but it's it's got it's probably all I hate to say. It, I think it's, it's all just scheduling. Is yeah. they're they're looking at okay, they line this up. How can you change a game because you have your 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 third. Your Sunday night football starts at this time, and that's the game you have I set up. They have and to I, do it so many weeks in advance. Yeah, to it, these and it'd be it'd be tough. You buy tickets for a game or something like yeah. that, and they start changing on it. It's going to screw you up. So I mean, they're kind of set. But I agree that'd be neat if you had some options there. I do think to move, move it around just in case, because as you move down the season, man, you would get better ratings. Yeah, I do think the Ram game got moved to Saturday. I don't think oh, it was originally supposed did. to be on Saturday. Oh, did they? I wow. Think I remember hearing that. And also, to talk about... But this was like week like four or five they announced that it was happening. Like, okay. You know what I mean? they, yeah, they, they have to do this way in advance to well, give the fans no, a chance they, to they, adjust. They, they do it within a week. They just like said like yesterday that the uh, Niners-Seahawks game is flexed in the Sunday night. So they had the opportunity to move this game to a Sunday night primetime game, and they just chose not to. Yeah. But whatever we spoke Either about, way, it, it might have had something to do with Chicago. It was a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah. Chicago was, probably wanted. It was KC twenty six, Chicago three. Yeah. Bears offense never got going. The Bears fans left pretty early in this game. I, you know, watching oh, this yeah. on TV toward the end, like there's nobody in the. There's stands nobody in anymore. the stands. They took off. Yeah. Can't really blame them. Kansas City just a better team, and again, Kansas City's getting hot when it matters right now. You know, here in December and going into January, this is when it matters most to be kind of on your toes. And and Kansas City's playing their best football, and they're going to be a tough team. I wouldn't want to have to go against the Chiefs going forward here. Yeah, um, uh, they're going to probably play. They're going to play the sixth seed, the, whoever the other wild card is in the AFC. No, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I assume that they're going to win that game, Pittsburgh. and then they're going to go on to New England, and we're going to have another Kansas City New England matchup. And as we saw, they're not afraid to go into New England. They nope. beat them this year, so they that, are not. again, that'll be a great game to watch. Yep. All right. Last but not least, Monday Night Football: Packers twenty-three, Vikings ten. I mean, I believe we all picked the Packers in this one, so we're not really surprised. Um, Minnesota, no Dalvin Cook this week. Uh, Mike Boone was not the solution to look for for the Dalvin, uh, no Dalvin Cook. Uh, Kirk Cousins, prime time, 0 9 or 0 10 in on Monday Night Football yeah. games. Apparently, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's not been magical this year, but he finds a way to win. Good for Green Bay. They got the bye as of right now. And uh, 
it's going to be snowy there, so that's a great advantage for them. Yeah. yeah, so I did see a stat going into tonight. Green Bay had never won in this new uh, Minnesota stadium ever since they had the new stadium. Green Bay had never gone in and won there. And, and Kirk Cousins had never won a Monday night game. Oh. So something had to give. Something. Sure enough, it was the Packers going in and beating Minnesota at home, giving them some, some momentum going into the playoffs here. Minnesota was still going to make the playoffs at this point since the Rams lost. They don't have to worry about that happening anymore. But um, but they're going to have a tough matchup. They're going to have to play against, you know, the uh, – I'm not sure who Minnesota's playing next well, week. We'll, we'll get to that who, one. Well, the other division winner, the uh, Saints? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, the NFC can still change around a lot. So that's why I haven't really been saying. But the AFC is pretty set in law. NFC, yeah, AFC is already set. 49, uh, NFC is 49ers, Packers, Saints, Eagles, Wildcard, Seattle, Vikings. Vikings are still in there. Wow. Uh, uh, well, if it were end today, the Vikings would uh would play the Saints. They do play the Saints, and uh, yeah. they're gonna yeah, the Saints would win that one in New Orleans. Yeah, that'd be tough matchup for Kurt, little Kirk Cousins to go in there and get things done. Yeah. All right, today is December twenty third, Monday, last day of our fantasy football games. I'm not sure what Kent did in the second round. Okay. <laughs> Hey, uh, this is Ryan Sullivan. This is. Hi, this is Steve from uh, World Travel Services. Hey, we heard you'd like to take a trip. We have just a 20-minute presentation if you're interested at all. Oh, I, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. This I was is just the... uh, finishing up, uh, popping some champagne. I was listening to a little Queen uh, we are the champions. You deserve that one. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Ryan. Well deserved. Hey, thank you. Thank All you, right. thank you. So if we didn't already say it, yes, this is G-Man Football, Fantasy Football Podcast, talking to the winner of the Family Matters Football League, Mr. Ryan Sullivan. So I, I'm i helping these guys because I'm holding the phone so I can't check. What was the final score between you and uh, Crimea River Jim Sullivan? It was 155 for Ryan and 134 for Jim. Uh, her, he, you broke that eight-point thing that apparently was brought up pretty handily. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't you have, like, a secondary bet or Side something like bet. that? Your dad was like, ah, double or nothing. Yeah, so he, uh, he, he didn't like my trash-talking, and so... He, uh, he he called me up and said, you know, if you're if you're if you're if you're feeling like your your team's so hot, your the spread on the game, you know, or the original projection was like an eight point spread. So he says, I'll uh, I'll bet you ten bucks that that I'll at least cover the spread. There was kind of a long story behind it, but yeah, long story short, we ended up with that that uh, that bet, and he lost an extra ten bucks. <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I I gotta ask you one of my one of my questions for you is that you you had such a good run, you had a good team for the whole season, but did you did you think that you really had a good shot at the beginning of all this to go with as many wins as you did? I know everybody wants to believe that they have it all the way to the end, but you know that that kind of starts fading after week three or four. Uh, I mean, no way. I mean, uh, you know, the the reality is you look at the, some of the teams. From week one, and when you're looking at their lineups, you go, "Oh my God, look how good they are!" You know, look at their stacked on running backs, or they're, you know, they have 
you know, they have Patrick Mahomes or, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, and, and then, you know, as the season progresses, you know, there's injuries, uh, things that you don't, you know, you don't, you expect that, you know, those top few running backs would usually dominate and they may, may not have done as well as they did. So, yeah, it's definitely, I, I didn't expect it, to be honest. A humble man. Well, a humble man. Thank you. Yes, Thank you, sir. Greg. I was yes, trying sir. to see what what to say there. I was looking up something yesterday, and there there was one th- cool uh, thing that somebody came up with for everyone to kind of say what their best move they made this season was and what their worst move they made this season was. So, I mean, as the champion, you really couldn't have made that many bad moves, but what would you say your best move was and your worst move this year? Um, my best move, I'd have to say, I mean, I didn't have to make a ton of moves, which was nice, but... Um, like you know, I'm I'm saying you know pickups because I mean mm-hmm. the draft's a little different. But my best move was probably DJ Chark. Um, I was able to get him. You know, I think I don't even know if I put up for waivers. I may have just like he just may have been out there, and I just kind of picked him up. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess him and and Waller, Darren Waller, both yeah. of those guys I didn't draft, and uh, you, can, right. you know I used using them both as flexes, and uh, they got me a ton of points this year with. You know, just picking them up with Michael Thomas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, that, that, that helped. was, that was actually. I can I can honestly say that that was like my 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 you know bold prediction from the you know beginning of the year is that I I wanted Michael Thomas no matter where I drafted. I really really you know liked him last year. Just the just the amount of targets that he gets week after week in that offense. I mean, it's, it's like you know unheard of that one guy gets you know that percentage of targets. Well, let's face let's face it, he's set he's setting an NFL record for catches in a season. And we yeah. got one more week left. It's unbelievable. I mean, they, they were showing different stats and comparing him to Jerry Rice and how he just, you know, certain on certain levels blowing him out of the water and yeah, it's uh it's it's pretty impressive. And he's doing done more than I thought he would, but I I did think he'd be very Oh, good deal. So as the commissioner, are you looking to what make was any your worst move? Yeah, oh, oh that's yeah. right. That's right. My worst I dropped, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name, but the, uh... Kenyon Drake, I think. Kenyon Drake, yes. Uh, Kenyon Drake, I had him when he was on Miami. I drafted him. Wasn't doing anything on Miami. I released him when he was still on Miami. And then, uh, you know, he went to Arizona. We know the story there. But, yeah, I didn't pick him back up. And so, I mean, just from, like, maximizing points situation, that, that was probably my worst move. I remember when you drafted Thomas and being a little surprised to see him go. I think it was at like six. Yeah. Because I think he usually goes a little bit later than that. But shoot, now you look back and you take him there every time, right? Yeah. I mean, I would take him, you know, in those, even, even higher than that. Uh, yeah. I mean, just, you know, in a PPR league, you just That's you can't, yeah. you can't really, you know, find much better than, or, you know, better with large points and consistency than, than him this year. Yeah, I think we definitely would could vote him the superhero of the year. I guess you would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. He, he was for the, he was for Ryan's little Justice League going there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's yeah, I mean, and then you know to have you know Godwin for most of the season That's I didn't have him in the finals, but having him in the in the wings as my second receiver was kind of unfair. I mean, he was That's unbelievable true. this year too. God, you're right. Yeah, yeah, the one-two punch right there. Why they were like the top two receivers most of the year. No kidding. But especially in a full point PPR where they're both getting insane amounts of targets and catches, racking up catches and yards, all nonstop. Really. Yeah, I mean that's probably the one thing that's pretty crazy about my team is that that I didn't really have like that stable dominant running backs or anything. It just 
I think it benefited a lot that it was a PPR for me because I had a lot of guys that just got a bunch of catches with Kelsey and you know that Godwin and and mm-hmm. uh, Michael Thomas, etc. Yeah, let me let me tell everybody the backs. You're talking about Devontae Freeman, Aaron Jones, uh, Tariq Cohen, and uh, Latavius Murray, who picked up a bunch of points there late uh, when Kamara was out. Uh, yeah, but I mean, none of those guys, like, you know, really, like, I mean, they had great weeks this week in the final, but I, I, none of those guys really have that name value where you go, oh, you know, th- you know, that's the guy I want. I mean, they yeah. were great, but, but it's just like, you know, it's just some of those other names that are out there, you you know, naturally would be more drawn to. Yeah, Freeman was really a bust until I think he had a couple good games recently, but besides that, he didn't really do much for you, I feel like. Yeah, I know about Freeman being a bust. Oh, you had, yeah, somebody had him on another team, I take it, huh? Uh, I, I had him last year when he was missed, like, the whole season. He, like, tore his knee up or something. Yeah, yeah he, was, he, was, he was up and down this year, but, I mean, I'd say probably half of his game, half of his you know, games are probably like, you know, 15 points plus. So, I mean, he, no, you know, he has some studs in there, too. Yeah, those are consistent yeah. guys. High floor. High floor yeah. type of guy. And, yeah. oh. and then I forgot to mention uh, Lindsay and AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Lindsay was, you know, he was up and down. I mean, all my running backs were, you know, you never knew what you're going to get week to week. But uh, they did enough. I mean, I think we'd be remiss not to congratulate Jim on how, on a great season. You know, I don't think we, and many people would have predicted him to make it to the finals necessarily. So, you know, he definitely had a good run. Yeah, not when he had Rivers at quarterback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. And then he was uh, asking for help on who to play what, Prescott or Winston? It didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> they both got <laughs> 10 <laughs> points. They both yeah. got 10, so it didn't Oh, it was a match? Wow. Yeah, they yeah. pushed, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I'm, I'm proud of him that he uh, he put up a better fight than our first matchup. I mean, I think I beat him like <laughs> two, 222 to like 98 or something. I yeah. forget exactly. Maybe the, the big, the biggest time. margin of victory maybe ever <laughs> in our league, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I, I applaud him for giving a good fight. It was 222 to 99. I looked at it. Nice. Yeah, so I beat him by I guess, had a bigger margin of victory than the the amount of points scored by him that week. Yeah. All right. So, um, looking looking to uh, are you looking to make any changes for next year? I know this year we went with no kickers, and I, I actually enjoyed that because it just it was another you know running back another flex that we kind of had that we could we could pick up. Are you looking at any changes? Do you think we're gonna? You think there's a possibility we'll expand beyond our our ten this this season? Yeah, I mean, ideally, I think we would get up into, like, the 12 or 14 range. If they're, like, you know, if we got some, like, people that are – I wouldn't just plug players to plug players, but, if Mm -hmm. you know, say if we could convince Chris and Johnny to join or if, you know, maybe Kristen and her sister decided to rejoin, which they they mentioned that they were going to. I don't know what will really happen. But, I mean, if we could get, like, you know, some more family members that are – that yeah, are uh, really interested in it. It would be fun to add a little bit, um, you know, deeper competition. But we probably have to consider shortening the benches even maybe a little more. Or, you know, we have to kind of talk about what we would do to kind of make it so that you know there's some people out there on the wire. You don't want it to be completely dried up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah, definitely would add a different dynamic. 
Yeah, I think that would be pretty exciting. You know, uh, we usually are a 12 man, and I think it would be cool even to expand on like we got, as you said, Kristen and her sister come back to make it 12, and then even Johnny and Chris or something to make it 14. And then, yeah, we would definitely have to make the bench smaller. I think we have like seven right now. I think we'd easily have to jump down to at most five, maybe four. That's also it would help in the draft. It would be three or four, uh, three to two less rounds. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Cool. So I mean, I think that is definitely should be put out there as uh, you know something we should do for next year. It only makes the league harder, man, because it's just more competitive people. Like everybody at this point is pretty dang good at managing their teams and getting things organized, and you know everyone's kind of put up good fights. You know, you look back. I don't know if there's a way to kind of look back at previous seasons, but it means everyone's kind of had a good year at some point. I feel like during the stretch. Yeah, I mean, it was it was impressive that like there was no, you know, bad team this year. I mean, you, you know, any given week, you know, mm-hmm. the you know even the bottom ranks of our league, they had killer weeks. You know, week you know depending on the matchup. But yeah, I mean, I think everyone actually gave it a good fight you know it just didn't work out yeah i know ideally for i know nick was talking about like his team you know he he missed out on the playoffs but had he made it he might he would have potentially made it to the finals because the way so his team kind of came a lot came alive late but yeah you know you never know some of these things yeah and also i mean to talk about teams that didn't make it like for example kent uh he finished on the bottom this year but he was the only other guy in the league to score over 200 points yeah. in one week this year. Well, that so. be that start and run that he had the first couple of yeah. games was just unreal and scary. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it just goes to show you that you know it's it, we we did have decent competition and it would make it that much tougher if we uh, you know added a few more good competitors next year. Yeah, and again, no offense to Jim, I was kind of hoping you won it this year just because. I feel like you earned it with how dominant you've been over the last two years, body of work. I mean, it's got to be what, like, only like three losses in like the past two years, something like that? Yeah. Agree, yeah. agree. He was undefeated and he went to the Super Bowl. Oh, rub it in. Oh, that's uh, right. That then, was the one loss oh, last I didn't season. Forget. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he lost only two times. Two this times. Year. This, one was to. You, uh, you lost week one to me, I remember, and then I think oh, you might have lost one other time. He, later he on lost in the la- I beat him in the last week of the regular season. Okay. Um, when he was resting his stars. Yeah. yeah. I've only barely stopped having night terrors about uh, last year's Super Bowl. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just hopefully, just what half hour ago? Yeah, you're fighting yeah, through it. So, uh, hopefully tonight's the first night I sleep well now that I've won. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll try to bring those night terrors back next year. Huh? Uh, Nick's coming back strong. <laughs> oh no, it gave you a, it gave you a new team name. Um, oh, we, 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 yeah. night terrors. That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, maybe after this year, maybe I should go back to bad juju. I don't know. But I'm trying to... That might be a good point. I, mean, I think you got to go back to the Red Foreman's foot, dude. That was when you were at your best. Yeah, but that that Red Foreman's foot was up my ass this year. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. All right, well, uh, I think we got it covered. Hey, again, congratulations on a, on a great season, and it's one we'll remember since we got all this on, on tape somewhere. Um, and that's it, and we look forward to next year. So, uh Guys, yeah, any well, last comments? The thing I was going to say is, uh, you know, thank you guys for, you know, doing this every week. I know it's a lot of work, and I know that even though it's fun, it's also, there is that, you know, every week, you know, if you're kind of not feeling that hot or whatever, so 
you know, it's very cool that you guys did it this year um, and made it fun for my rides into work to, to listen to what you guys had to say. And I was really impressed with, you know, everybody's commentary. And I mean, you know, you guys obviously did some homework before you got on. So job well done. Thanks, um, thanks for that, Ryan. I think we also need to say uh, thank you to you for being the commission of this Family Matters situation. Um, we've been doing it for how many years now? But you've been holding it together. You, you keep the glue. You're the glue. <laughs> how, how many years I has try. it been now? Do you know, Ryan? Do you have it written down somewhere? Do you know exactly when we started this? Um, I want to say, I don't know. I, I, I could look it up, but I want to say it's probably been about, does five years sound right? That's not, I, I think, like it's, I think it's something years. like that, but I, I don't know for 100%. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Cause, and I think we might need to, one thing we might want to consider is like, like a trophy like, uh, or something? I might maybe consider, if, uh, you guys can maybe come up with some ideas, but some type of like, I don't know if it's a plaque or something mm-hmm. where we can put all the old winners' names on it or something and then kind of pass it around to the new winner or something. Yeah, Greg's well, Baseball League had yeah, kind of thing Greg's like that. Greg's Baseball League does uh, like a trophy. They put their names on it. I know my friend in his other league, they have like a, like, you know, a, a championship belt like they use in like wrestling and stuff. That they get yeah, so, yeah. yeah, whatever you guys want to do, but I, I, I would definitely, I, and I wouldn't mind, you know, purchasing it, considering that I would uh, <laughs> you know, put my name on it this year. So. All right, well, I was just going to give you copies of all the podcasts, but yeah, a trophy would be nice, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that works too. Yeah, we can kind of brainstorm that. That's not a bad idea. All right, Ryan, well, we're going to let you go um, and figure out what we're going to talk about. But, uh, again, congratulations, and uh, have a great uh, Christmas. It's uh, two days away. Yeah, have some fun on Fortnite, dude. Yeah, congratulations, Ryan. (laughs) Merry Christmas to all you. All right. Merry Christmas. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, so let's make this official. Let's go. Let's go into our projections for Week 17. It does. All the games are on Sunday, by the way. No Saturday and no Monday Night Football. Darn. Week, week 17. Uh, Green Bay at no Detroit. No Monday Night Football? Because uh, <laughs> the playoffs will be the following week. The playoffs will be the following week, okay. so you'd be at a disadvantage if you only had like six days to prepare versus everyone else. I mean, your opponent might have seven. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they do cut off the Monday night uh, at week 16. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 There'll be four teams that will bounce back and play on Saturday in the playoffs, and right. then there'll be four teams that will play on Sunday the following weekend. Mm-hmm. So this... Um, All right, so let's look at uh, week week seventeen. First up, uh, Steelers Ravens. Uh, yeah, Ravens are going to be playing their backups. It's in Baltimore. Uh, I expect I I have had faith in RG three for years now. Mm-hmm. You know, I know he was in Washington. He tore up his knee. Uh, he never really got the opportunity to play again. Uh, let's go RG3. I, I have faith that the Ravens, even with backups, are still going to beat the Steelers. The Steelers don't have an offense to run, man. They, really, when they lost Big Ben, they lost a lot of mo- mojo. They got bad juju this year. And uh, they're playing for their season well, right now. But I mean, I, I hope the Ravens can win this game. But I think the Steelers, it would be dumb not to pick them. They they're they need to win this game to make the playoffs. They're going to have to be motivated. You know, Ravens aren't going to let them win. But I need you to look at me in the eyes right now, Paul. I, I again, like I've gone <laughs> with the strategy of picking the team. Like I picked the Cowboys to win this week, and Joe was happy I did because the, the Eagles end up winning. Like it's kind of been sort of reverse psychology as it, for me as of late. So I got to go Steelers here. Greg, do you have any input, or are you just kind of hanging out? I, I'm looking forward to seeing RG3 play. But do you think they're going to win with him? 
Sure. Against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh plays magical uh, backup quarterbacks. All right, so that's three of us against Paul's Steelers. Which, not to say Paul's saying anything wrong. I mean, they should have the motivation to do it. They should, but I think the Ravens will just... This is a chance for those guys to step up. Lamar's not going to sit there, so they're going to be pushing themselves, too. I think they're going to be very active. Um, All right, so next game after that, Uh, Bills. We got got the Jets going into Buffalo against the Bills. I expect... Uh, it's probably going to be snowing out there in Buffalo. I expect Buffalo to really run away with this one to improve their record, even though there's still going to be a wild card. They can't overtake New England at this point. But uh, as I said, I do like the Jets uh, as a team, but not better than the Bills, especially going into Buffalo. Josh Allen's a good, great quarterback, honestly. Uh, great, they have a great defense. Uh, Buffalo. With all that being said, I mean, obviously the Bills got to be the favorite here, but you know, the, the Jets surprised me with a big win last week. Oh, what's that, Nick? What's the spread on that? Buffalo's only favored by one and a half. I'm looking at as of right now. Ooh, well, okay, go ahead, Paul. Bet. Yeah, but you have to understand, Nick, like, we don't know. Again, we don't, maybe they're they're expecting them to not play Josh Allen because they, they're already in. They don't oh, have true, to win. True, Like, these are things that we don't really okay. fully know That's all the details point. right now. But Not a good week to bet, honestly. So, yeah, yes. these are tough. Week 17 is probably the worst week to bet on games because of the fact that teams are going to sit. Although maybe you can find sort of a game you like because of the way the spreads are looking. I mean, you can kind of look into it that way. But yeah, yeah. I can't imagine anybody still in the so, survivor pool so at this point. It's hard to kind of make yeah. a pick um, on the Bills Jets because we don't really know who's going to play. So I guess we should move on to games a little more relevance here. Falcons Falcons going into Tampa Bay this week. Um, you know, Bucks. We know Jameis Winston has eyes on sort of. Getting past the five thousand yard mark and you know putting up some big record type numbers there, so that's the thing. But the Falcons have actually looked pretty darn good as of late. Um, so I would actually go. I think the Falcons are going to win. Um, this should be a high scoring game, though. You know, maybe take a look at what the over under is on this game. Uh, yeah, it's uh even as I'm looking at it right now. You know, this is one of the matchups that neither team's going to be sitting their guys. Yeah. Uh, Unless they're waiting for they next got a battle. Year. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tampa Bay. I think they're going to do their best to try and get Jameis his over five thousand. This honestly might be Jameis's last game in Tampa Bay. If we realistically look at it, I don't it. know, man. I, will, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I mean, I, I really don't know if they should stay with him or not. I mean, they probably would. They probably will. But you know, it could be. That's if I'm, if I'm the Bucks, I'm thinking, you know, we have a decent situation with him. Like, at least we know he's not awful. Like, there's some awful t- teams are yeah, in awful yeah. situations. We have phenomenal receiving guys. They come back healthy next year, Evans and Godwin. Really, we just got to build up the rest of our team around him. If we can kind of get this running game going, if we can kind of build our defense up, the Bucks are going to be a team that you're going to have to be um, look out for next year, I think, no. if they get things um, organized. No, right. I agree. No, no, no. I agree. I do, but I think as of right now, the Falcons are a better team. So. I, I, yeah, I'd probably pick the Falcons to win this one, too, but I'm just saying that it's going to be James' last time. Okay, game I think could be tight, even though I'm going to pull for Joey's team. Eagles versus the Giants. Yeah, I think the Eagles. I, I really would. I would hope that they come out and dominate this game because, again, as we mentioned, they have to win this game to make the playoffs. Right. So they should go in focused to go out and set the tone. The Giants have nothing to really play for other than maybe to be the spoiler. Right. They right. might have the mind. Let's go ruin the Eagles' season. We go uh, and beat the I Eagles. Agree. This we can knock them happened. out potentially. So there is that. There is that sort of decline. But I think ultimately, Eagles come out and they come focused. 
they get a little lead, the Giants will be like, well, you know, shoot, you know, what are we playing for? Um, and the Eagles will eventually win. At least Wentz played so good last week. It looked good. So I tend to favor them. Although, you know, play devil's advocate, you know, the Eagles are pretty banged up. They don't have a lot of their skill guys. The Giants just had another win. And the Giants, you know, Saquon is in great form right now. Yep. But, but I got to go Eagles. Got to have faith. Yeah, uh, I'll t- also take the Eagles. Uh, something, a little joke going around the house right now. I was like, what if the Giants just, like, just sit down, take a take forfeit this one, and they they asked like the coach or whatever, like what happened this week, and their response is just screw the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, a game that should be easy to call: Saints versus Panthers. Now this is another one that we kind of have to see on figuring out who's going to play. Is Breeze going to play different things? I think that the Saints may play their starters this week. Well, they want be- that bye. That exactly right. I was going to say because they want to make sure they give themselves a good, the best possible uh, potential to get the bye. So I think they will play. So. I think you definitely favor the Saints. The Panthers kind of are, look like they're in the mode. They just kind of want the season to be over. Yeah. yeah. Um, although I do think that they're going to try and get McCaffrey his his thousand yards receiving. So that's one thing. Maybe they'll pregame have a discussion. Okay, we'll <laughs> let you have, you know, McCaffrey get his yards and and Thomas but can the, get his record. Yeah. Drew will get a little more, yeah, little more passes in. Yeah, okay. So maybe they'll discuss like, hey, let's let McCaffrey get his sixty-seven. We'll let Thomas get the one fifty. That would catch. never happen. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. happen. Well, yeah, we, know, we know, Saint, as Paul has been saying, you know, we know the Saints love their records and stuff. You know, they love having uh, Drew Brees' stats, and uh, they'll want to get Michael Thomas to 150-plus or something like that. Yeah. This next game, you know, is the Ohio matchup here, you know, Cincinnati versus Cleveland. Um, and really, you know, this is a game that you're you're really – I'm a, not picking it. Yeah, you're really a winner <laughs> if you decide not to watch this game because the product of these two teams has not been um, overly impressive. Um, I really am not going to pick a winner here. I, I don't have any interest in watching this game. I really just could care less. I'll watch Red Zone, and when they show this game, I'll close my eyes. Uh, I don't want to oh. see this one. I really don't. I mean, Bengals. Brown Bengals. I right. hope the Bengals win, to be honest. Browns are the Bengals literally, yeah. Will I, that I mess up their pick, though? If no, they get they're, they're, they're they've, they've already got it, right? So you might actually be like, screw so, it. Let's go for it. Let's go Let's Browns, see. actually. Or Bengals, I mean. Uh, I want the Bengals in this one. I Screw the Browns at this point. All right, here. so it doesn't matter. Sure. We'll just get it. No. We'll get a smile out of our, ourselves if the Bengals win. Okay, so here, the game that Jerry Brown thinks they're really going to win. They're playing the Redskins. Cowboys, Redskins. They got the Cowboys... To keep their playoff hopes alive, they have to win this game, and they probably will. It's in Dallas, uh, but I mean, as we said about the Giants, uh, you know, they they we could might want to screw over the Eagles, Redskins. They probably want to screw over the Cowboys. Sure, you know? they do. Uh, yeah. I just don't AP, think they're good enough. I think Cowboys AP, win. Uh, was uh, Redskins? You want to screw over the Cowboys? Don't go Dwayne Haskins this week. Let's go Keenum. Uh, okay, we're gonna pick this, Nick. You're gonna take the Redskins I'll just take out the Redskins of the hole. Yeah. All AP, AD, all day. Let's go back to primetime AP. Uh, top top running back ever, but not on the list. It's embarrassing. But. Okay, Cowboys should win this. Um, yes, I'll go Cowboys. How about you, Greg? All right, Paul. you make me pick a winner. On this one, yeah. Because I'm going to make it even. So whoever you pick, I'm picking opposite. Well, I think my brain say take oh, the Cowboys, but I'll be cheering for the Redskins. You will. So... So Greg's going I'll with I'll take the Giants. Cowboys. Ah, uh, all right. Steve's got Steve and Nick. Let's go. 
It's just because, like you said, I think it, it just because Jerry Jones are going to have a medical issue. <laughs> Cardiac, he might be in cardiac arrest after this game. <laughs> Alright, Packers, Lions. Of course, oh. I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going Packers. Pa- Packers, 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 Packers. Um, they're probably going to play their guys because, as again, again going bye. to NFC, they yeah. want that bye week. Right. Especially to take that home field advantage. You want to be in Green Bay. Nobody wants to go into Green Bay this time of the year. So, Packers, let's just jump onto the next one. This next matchup is actually pretty interesting. Titans are going into Houston. Houston already has the division locked up, they're already going to the playoffs. Tennessee needs to win to kind of, again, try and assert themselves in that sixth seed. So it's going to be interesting, kind of. Does Houston, like, do they try? I, because, again, they're going to the playoffs regardless. They don't it, have a shot at, at, at a home field on this, do they? No, well, they do have home field because they won their division. Oh, that's right. But they, they can't, what am I saying? They, they can't, back it up, they can't, back it up, back it up. Yeah, they can't get a bye. But, you know, one of the things that sometimes <laughs> plays off is, like, it could determine, like, who they play in the playoffs. Like, I think, you know... Now, Houston would be the four seed, so they would play the five. So they wouldn't even play yeah, the yeah. six seed. So it's, it really wouldn't said, matter. It's going to be Houston-Buffalo. It's, it's really going to come down to if Houston wants to, you know, do they want to screw over their kind of rivals with Titans and kind of try and beat them? Or do they just decide to rest Watson and so make sure they give themselves maybe a best chance the following week in the playoffs? Again, who knows? It's too hard to pick a game That's like this because we don't know then, yeah. who's playing it. Yeah. There's a lot, a um, lot if of everyone ways plays, go, yeah. I think I'm going to go Titans. I think that they barely lost to the Texans last time, and they're going to be hungry because they want to make the playoffs yeah, you know, more than anything else. I'll agree. I've seen, as you were saying, I don't, we don't know if the Texans... I'll pick the Titans, Steve, by the way. Okay. Uh, we agree that... Uh, we, the okay. Texans, they don't really need to play this game, but right. I, I have might. seen that, uh, uh, like Hopkins is gonna play. They said, "Oh, we're we, Texans. We play to win." There's no point to play this game, and honestly, I'm gonna take that as like a lie. They're, if they're gonna watch Hopkins and Watson, they're gonna they're gonna start the game, and then they're gonna not play again after Bill like Bryan the first. Bill Bryan has unique coaching order. strategies, Nick. You know all about that. Yeah, so. he's <laughs> yeah, but like if you're Tech Houston, like. You're already in the playoff. Like, just rest. I mean, there's this game isn't. I mean, yeah, they're your division rivals, so you don't want them to do good. But all right, still moving on. We only have a few games left, and we're gonna wrap up our what could be our final podcast for a while. But let's get this down: Colts versus Jaguars. Uh, these teams are Colts just, easily flood, yeah, right? Colts again. Uh, these teams are playing for pride, as we were speaking earlier. Uh, something to root for. Jags are a mess. Uh, here, Chiefs uh, coasting the Chargers. I think Chiefs win comfortably, assuming Mahomes plays and all those things. Um, if they don't, you know, maybe the Chargers pull it out. Chargers type team that's going to fight till the end, so I think that they'll give them a good run. But I think if the Chiefs play their their full roster, that they'll win. Honestly, at yeah, that's point, I don't think the Chiefs even need their full roster. I, Chargers really been uh, Chargers sometimes come alive. You don't know if this is going to be like that thing, like or the, when we get to the Raiders, or they're oh, they came alive at the very end, just in the season. Well, Chargers so that's good. The it, 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 I don't want to count the Chargers out of this, like Paul's saying. It depends if they, yeah. if the Chiefs decide to rest their people or, or or what they want to do. So it's 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 too hard to call here. All right, Bears. Vikings. Vikings, Vikings need this. I got the Vikings. The Bears. I watched them on Sunday night. They're horrible at this yeah, point. Yeah, they, they're horrible. All right. Um, yeah, Vikings got this one. Bears. They're they're horrible. Yeah. Uh, nothing else to say about that one. Next game, we got Dolphins going into New England. I'll take Miami here. <laughs> I mean, really, the only I don't thing... know if New England's gonna try. That's why I'm more, like it's again. Like who knows? Well, honestly, New England. 
They, yeah, you know, Belichick's not going to let them They don't lose need to game, try though, to win. Belichick them. loses to some of his former coaches sometimes. They're actually. Yeah? Yeah. Brian, like, you know, he lost to the Lions last year, Matt Patricia. To say, actually, if the Chiefs win and the Patriots lose, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs get the bye. Oh, really? Because they, have, they beat the Patriots. They had that tiebreaker. And I if the Patriots lose, I think, believe they're both going to be 12 okay. and 4. Well, Patriots are going to win, so. but I'll, I'm going to go with the Dolphins just for some chaos. Okay. I that you know what? That's that's a decent pick there. All right. I don't know. Uh, Raiders we'll just go Patriots. At, at, Raiders going into Denver. I mean, really, I mean, I'll uh, I don't know if I care, but I No, actually, <laughs> this actually, you know what? Let me let me uh, this is something I forgot to mention. This actually playoffs, the Raiders still have a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> Um, I read this. They need the Ravens. They need to win against Denver. They need the Ravens to beat the Steelers. They need Houston to beat the Titans. And then they also need the Colts to lose to the Jags, I think it is. So basically, they need like a lot of things to happen. But it's technically possible that the Raiders... math, okay? <laughs> yeah, I saw this tweet. The Raiders could still make the playoffs. And the funny thing I joked about that was... Higher math. I think the, the, the least likely thing to happen of all those four is the Raiders to win. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. All the other three things happen and they, they lose. lose. Like, oh, they take themselves so out of the equation. I'm going to go Denver um, just to sort of you know play that sort of uh, upset card. Um, and uh, Drew Locke, I think, has you know, looked okay. Cortland Sutton... I'm going Denver. Any any opposition here? Oh, no, I'm not going to give you opposition no, on that. I, I mean, the Raiders could win, but like you said, that's that's a lot of planets to line up, and and the soul is coming around the corner. Too close yeah, to call. Here we go. Cardinals versus the Rams. Cardinals, good team. The Rams have been playing well. Cardinals have been playing well. This could be. This is really both these teams are going to battle. This is a actually this is a game to watch because both these teams are going to battle. Right? They're both out of the playoffs, but they're going to be playing for pride. Both these teams It's a divisional matchup. Cardinals Rams. We should all pick this game. I really don't know. I'm going to take Rams. It's in L.A. Yeah, Rams. But uh, you know, you had the Cardinals. They can't win in Seattle and won last week. But I mean, Kyle Kyler got banged up. He missed. So we'll see what happens there. But. Uh, the, the Rams are going to end the season and give their uh, fans, you know. The Rams are going to win this game, I think. You know, it, it is irrelevant, but I think that they're going to kind of finish on the on the right sort of uh, foot and kind of give themselves some momentum going into the next year. All right, so that's to uh, for our last game of the Sunday, 49ers versus Seahawks. This could be – is this the Monday night game? This is a Sunday, Sunday night game. This is the Sunday night game, so this should be the primetime game? Yes, it is. The primetime game. I don't know. It shows like them all at I know, right? It's showing Fox, too. Well, th- well, this is the game to watch, know. really, guys. Uh, honestly, if you guys watch Red Zone, uh, don't watch Red Zone. Watch, Find a way find a wa- to watch this game, 49ers Seahawks. This is the game to watch this week. Uh, honestly, the NFC West is the teams to watch this week. Niners, Seahawks, uh, battling for the division, battling for a bye. I'm taking Niners. I think I've been Niners. riding the Niners horse for weeks now, and I'm going to stick with it. Uh, I think Niners win comfortably. I think Seattle's looked bad as of we- recent weeks. And then Paul said Seattle's no at home. Yeah, and, and the Niners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think I'm going Niners. 12th man has not Niners. been showing up. And honestly, to got the 12th off man is not there. To, I don't know what happened. Take your flags down. To bring up, you said Seattle at home hasn't been good, and I think Niners have been a better road team. It's like. I just, you know, 
I, I'm surprised because earlier in the season, I was like, oh, Russell Wilson, Seahawks, Russell Wilson, it's going to be, going to be. Uh, 49ers, I think, are going to take this. I agree. Niners are a lot better than people realize. All right. And uh, a lot of these games were listed as 10 a.m. starts. Uh, three or four of them have been moved back to the uh, later hour. Okay. And it doesn't look like there's going to be a Sunday night game. But there's going to be college football bowl games that will be intercepting some of the prime time. What's that? What's I don't football? watch college football. College football. Know, really. uh, is there a fantasy aspect? Do right people here? follow that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> All right, guys, wrapping it up, final comments. Uh, I just want to say I've had a great season uh, talking with you guys and listening to a lot of great football talk. I'm I'm disappointed with my team, but i am got a lot of knowledge. I'm going to try and pack that together, do some homework, and come back for next year's uh, Family Matters. Yeah, there could so only thanks. be one winner. Only be one winner. That's Congratulations, Ryan. Ryan. Yep. Uh, another great season for you. Um been running this league. It's well deserved, Ryan. I'm, uh, you know, I'm proud of you. We're good for you. Um, we're all gonna be back next year. We look to enjoy another season. Yeah, we've never. The there's Adams never league. been a sort of a repeat champion like winning back to back, and we're gonna all kind of make sure we do our best to make sure that doesn't happen again here. We so ruin that. So like the Miss Universe pageant, get ready. Even though you have the crown. You're going to be giving it up. We we don't want to give him another easy road here. No, 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 no. Gentlemen, thanks again. And uh, we'll get this out. And we will see you next year, guys. Study up for the draft. It's in a long time to go. Enjoy the offseason. We'll be back next year. Appreciate you guys listening. And uh, happy holidays. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody.